I hit, I've hit, I've hit start, Joe. I hit the start button, and this is my sound test. Florida, go ahead. What's your sound test there, son? Good, good, good job hitting that button. That's it. That was. That must have been really tough. It takes a lot of skill. It takes a lot of skill. Good job. Shit, that's kind of loud. Let me turn it down. Then you can do the intro. Welcome, everyone, listener, to a podcast by two guys trying to make each other laugh. <laughs> Sometimes it even works. <laughs> I mean, the laughing, not the show. The show always works as an exercise in catharsis and self-indulgence. My at least for me. Indulgence, my kind of self-indulgence. I'm Joe Neal, the host of this exercise. This is my uncle's brother's soon-to-be grandchild's soon-to-be second cousin's father. What? The Reverend Dr. Jason Ricardo Gonzalo Pedro Montalban y Marino Mark. See? Former member of NKOTB. Current member of NAMBLA. Delivering SBDs. The other host of JBC. Yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody. How's it going? Yeah. All right. Tonight, we're going to talk about show episode 150. I'm just laying it yes. out there right now. We're going to talk about episode 150. We're going to do it on our last episode, but we decided to do an impromptu episode, which turned out to be sort of a recovery episode for the previous episode, which was a... Wait, am I getting mixed up? I am, aren't I? Was the last show the one that Mark listened on? on? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Mark was the listener on the show live. The last one. And, and so okay. he even laughed at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, he did. That's right. Yeah. He's, a, he's a good guy. He's a good listener, that guy. I appreciated that. I mean, I was a... Anyway, I don't want to dwell. We're going to talk about show 150, because this is show 139, and it feels like it should be show 150. At least, right? I mean, we've been doing this for a long time, and we're only at 139. I swear to God, yeah, we, did, we did episode 100 like 50. 50 episodes ago, it feels like. It feels like episode 150, and Marcus, the listener on our last show, will remember that yeah. I thought that the topic of pretending that this is 150 or saying that it feels like this is number 150 is a topic that would last not very long. Right, but it's going to last. Like, no, we got this. Because yeah, here's the thing. Here's the thing. In, in preparation for getting to 150, I've been doing some stuff. Um, I have recently shifted my focus away from frivolity um, in my personal life and towards um, this show, which is itself very frivolous. And in that effort, I've been trying to get the Twitter thing going again. Now, I know I've talked about it before, but I really am trying this time. And okay. it, it occurred to me, Joe, that like, like, what should I tweet? I don't know. I should tweet. And then I thought, you know, well, personally, I tweet things on my own personal tweeterhoodness. Um, I'll just use some of those. And I thought, well, what if, what if you and I have a falling out? What if I, what if I steal tweets from myself in the name of JBC and then you and I have a falling out and then I'm like resentful that JBC stole my tweets. And I know what you're thinking, Joe, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, oh God, here comes another rant. No, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking we would never have a falling out, right? Cause we're like two peas in a pod. We're like the pod. We're like the whole fucking pea plant. You're a pea. I'm a pea. And if you take one of the peas off the pea plant, the pea plant dies. 
Oh, we're like you're a, also taking a pee at that point. Yeah, don't take a pee, Joe. You'll kill me. <laughs> but well, I thought I'm thinking of a, if if yeah. if you take the JBC tweet or the JB tweet, yeah. or the JB twat, or if you start twattering, yeah. I've been twattering, on yeah, tweet or about JBC, and then we have a falling out, and there's no more show, and you just keep using the name JBC, then I'll just take the name JBC as well, and I'll start twattering jbc and it'll almost be like weren't there like two pink floyds at one point or like two temptations <laughs> Where like do you know what i'm saying no nope. like they, they they just split off seriously that like roger waters had his own band and david gilmore had his own pink floyd and they both just toured like with their middle fingers extended to one another for years mm. i don't actually i think it was just called roger waters but it might okay. as well have been pink floyd well yeah i mean so he's, we'd, yeah. we'd have the same situation except i'd be david gilmore you'd be roger waters but we'd both be like mentally challenged versions of those instead rock of icons. instead of being roger waters can i be that other water was it, is it i can't remember if his name is roger or it's waters but i got them confused the guy who who worked with divine who made movies he's the gay guy from baltimore he's got the pencil the guy that made movies about uh cross-dressers eating poop yeah for yeah. real what's his name his name's not roger waters so, what john waters james john waters yeah, I want to be him, and then you can be instead of David Gilmore, you can be the Gil- you be the Gilmore Girls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Gilmore Girls, and, and I'm John Waters. John Waters. That's right. No, but here, listen, this is important because you you're probably like later on you'll be thinking like, um, how could we have a falling out? But I I I thought about it a lot. I meditated on it, and I I came up with a scenario that's very plausible where you and I could have a falling out. Okay, this is the scenario. Okay. Okay. So, um. Uh, Queen Elizabeth. It's interesting you mentioned Pink Floyd because they're British, right? Queen Elizabeth is also British, and she dies. Okay, in this scenario, she dies. Now that's going to happen. And it's going to be very sad. So Queen Elizabeth dies, and Prince Charles becomes king. And he's like, "No, fuck that! I don't be king because then me and Camilla can't, you know, keep going to the like the horse worshiping S and M clubs that we go to where they do like you know rich people swapping." So he's like, he abdicates to William, his son, Prince William. So now it's King William. Okay. And I don't know how many Williams would he... I think he'd be King William the First, wouldn't he? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Here's the thing. So William is like, fuck it, I'm king. I'm going to get some shit done. None of this, like, lollygagging crap. I'm going to get some shit done. So he's going to take on the, the the specter of global warming, right? And so he goes out there and he's like, I'm I'm king of fucking England. We're going to have solar power and, and wind power and stuff. Except it says it all eloquent and king-like. And so then somebody shoots him and he dies, right? Because they're like, no, fuck you. Well, fuck, fuck solar power. And it's like, that's fucked up, right? And your wife, Joe, she just, for some reason, something snaps in her head. She's like, what kind of world do we live in where somebody would shoot a king rather than put a windmill in their backyard? That's fucked up. And she just loses her mind, okay? And she's like, Joe, I'm sorry, but I have to become a nun. I just can't live in the world anymore. And you're heartbroken. You're messed up. But... You love your wife, okay? I love your wife too, but you love her more. And you say, you know what? Whatever you need to do, babe, I support you. But you're heartbroken and you're messed up now. Yeah, because I'm not getting none. Exactly. Well, here, that's interesting you said it because <laughs> you know the story. So she goes off and becomes like a nun and uh, um, she becomes like a famous nun. She's like Mother Teresa part two, right? And so... Um, William's dead, which means his son George is king, but he's a little kid still. So Kate Middleton is the is the queen mother, right? She's the king's mom, and she hears about Mother Teresa II, the abbess Pauline, and she's intrigued, and so she goes to meet her. Well, because you are still in Pauline's life, Sister Pauline, 
Kate meets you and she realizes what a magnanimous magnanimous guy you are. And and not to mention magnanimous, you're also gregarious and egregious. And I'm not even sure what any of those words mean, but she's like she realizes well, he is not married anymore because his wife left him to marry Jesus, and I need my son, the king, to have a good man in his life, and this guy is still supporting the woman who dumped him for God. That's great. So Kate falls for you, and you're looking, hey, you know what? I ain't got a woman, why not? And also, I know my cousin Jason loved Kate Middleton, so maybe this would be a nice favor for him. He would get to meet her because I'm hooking up with her, and so you meet her, but she's proper, so she's like, you know, you ain't getting any of this until you put a ring on this finger. So you marry her, so now you're married to Kate. But then Laura has like this revelation. She's like, why am? She's like, I just this. I miss Joe. He's the love of my life. Why am I allowing the world and its hatred for solar power to keep me from my men? So you and your ex-wife start having an affair, and then I hear about this and i'm conflicted because like on the one hand i'm like you should be with the woman you love but on the hand you're shading on kate just the way william did back in the day and i'm just mad at you and i don't even know what to do when i confront you like joe how can you cheat on this wonderful woman with this nun and you're like i only did it for you and i'm like what that's fucked up and we have a falling out and then i have to sue jbc for using my tweets even though i'm the one who did it oh wow so that's that's the plausible scenario i thought about that all day on Wednesday. Well, for five minutes. I have I have an implausible scenario where right. we have a falling out. Okay, let me hear it. Okay, we're playing one on one basketball. Wow, already implausible. And we're and we're not wearing underwear. We're just wearing jeans, and our flies are down. Okay, and both of our dick and balls pop out of our jeans at the same time. Okay, that's it. How does that a falling out? <laughs> falling out. Falling out. <laughs> I didn't get it till I said it. <laughs> okay. Okay, if you, the listener, know who that artist is, uh, hello? You still there? Yeah, I don't. I'm sorry, I was choking on my coffee. Um, <laughs> if you listener know who that singer is, uh, send a tweet to or text a joke because you can't figure it out. Um, <laughs> I just want to do that sort of break break off from falling out. That's pretty good. So let's talk about episode one fifty. What's the subject going to be? Here, you know what? I like that. I really like that close to the mic voice. Can you do that every once in a while, just for effect? Okay, Give us I will. An example, really. Quick. Yeah. Here's something I've always thought would be um, good is that the word nipples. I think the word nipples is a great word. And if you didn't know what nipples meant, you might name your cat that. Nipples cat. Anyway. Um, yeah. It's not like, welcome to the ASMR episode. Of <laughs> We're going to talk about nipples and Gary Newman. Um <laughs> Look, that's awesome. It's so now, fucking good. Wouldn't you? I would. Today on the Nipples and Gary Newman podcast, we've got special guest Halsey. I don't know who that is. I just I, I think it's a a singer or something. Well, um, since we're adhering so closely to the topic of episode one fifty, yeah, you're a puzzle guy, right? As a matter of fact, I am. I have already done a very strong homage. Or it's a, I have referred to the number 150 already in the show. 
You have? Came off the top, yeah. Wow. Came off the top. I didn't get it. Can you can you guess? It's it's fucking impossible to guess. Uh, no. Here, let me give you let me give you a hint. Yeah, give me a hint. In the intro, I had to I had written an <gasps> intro. Did you do 150 words? Say again? Was that 150 words that intro? No. Oh. I'm getting close. Here, let me give you a hint. Okay. Um in the intro, I said I said that you are um the Reverend Dr. Jason Ricardo Gonzalo Pedro Montalbani Marino Mark. 150 I had letters. To take out, I had to take out Esquire because I wanted to put Esquire. In yeah, there. you got – yeah. Um, I also said you're a former member of NKOTB. You uh, you're a current member of NAMBLA. Yep. Delivering SBDs. Uh-huh. I also had to take out suffering from IBS. Oh, I also took out so delivering SPDs. I took out into my FACE. Okay. So I had to take all that stuff out to make it work. Was it, it was not 150 words? Was it 150 letters? No, but no? okay, you get one more try because you're fucking really close. Okay, was it that? Okay, 150 in Roman numerals is I think CL. So <clears throat> everything revolves around a clitoris. CL that clitoris. Also no. It, I'll, okay, now I'll tell you in the in the ASMR voice. Okay? okay, yeah, do that. It was it was 150 syllables. Oh, okay, syllables, which is like halfway between letters and words. So I parenthetically got it, which means I didn't get it. That's pretty good. I like that. I like what you did. Yeah, this is episode 150. I mean, this is about episode 150. What are we going to talk about on episode 150? Do you think we're going to talk about? You know what episode I want to talk about? Thirty nine. I'm fucking serious. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm joking, man? No, that's fucking brilliant. Episode 150, we're going to do a fucking beat-by-beat beat recap of this show. That's what and we're going to do. And it will be the Ouroboros, the snake traveling up its own fucking ass yes. of of JBC. It'll I be think the, that's... It'll be a black metaphorical. That It will be a... Do you want me to do the soundbite? I don't even have my panel thingy up there. It'll be a... Black oh, no, that's way yeah. too quiet. I need to turn that shit up. Blast it one more time because that's okay, what it's going to be. So when you said blast, wow, it's longer than I thought. It's a black metaphorical. When you said blast, I had to do that. No, um, yeah, I think we should. So, uh, so episode one hundred and fifty will be about episode one hundred and thirty-nine. So let's talk about what episode one hundred and fifty will be about. I guess that means we can talk we, about whatever we, can't we want. Help it. That's right. Yeah. No matter what, we're going to be talking about what we're going to be talking about. Yeah. Meanwhile, an hour and a half later on JBC. So I've decided since we've almost made it to two hours, mm-hmm. which would be two shows. Yep. What I want to do is we're not going to make this a thing where I edit shows. Right. But, but this time, because it's October and it's almost Halloween, mm-hmm. I would like for us to make it all the way to the end. Of okay. two hours, yeah, maybe a little bit over. Okay, and Frankenstein two episodes together. It'll be fun for me. I will Frankenstein. Okay, here's two I, full episodes. Do you are you on board with that? When you say Frankenstein, you're talking about like the Edgar Winter song, right? On JBC. 
Exactly. Um, let me see if I can find this thing, because there is something I wanted to do with you on this just random, random-ass show. My kid, I love my kid. Um, he's, he's great. Today, I was driving him to the swimming pool. Let me say something about my kid. So... I, I like I like to rhyme. Well, yeah, I guess it's obvious. I also like to rhyme. I, I rhyme and stuff, and I'm always doing rhyme stuff. And so I'll say to him, "Hey, here we go, pizza roll." You know, I just you know just like it's time to get in the car, right? Here we go, pizza roll, or or you know, sometimes say, "Time to go, cup of Joe." Today, and I don't even think about it. It just the rhymes come out. So today, as we're getting That's how ready, good you are. Yeah, it is. Except for today, <laughs> today this is true. I'm like, have to go, you bone smoking hoe. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I don't even. I mean, he's 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 four. Maybe someday he'll smoke bones. I don't know, but for now he doesn't, and I just felt so bad. But he didn't know. He just thought it was funny. So then we're I driving. The, I said at the intro, you're a current member of Nambla. Yeah, well, there you go. Proof positive. So we're driving down the road, and um, I'm looking for a radio station because the guys on the like the four thirty drive by are talking about, hey, have you ever bought anything expensive that you wish you hadn't? It's like, yeah, I have. It was the radio I'm listening to you on now, you jerk offs. But anyway, it was boring. So I'm switching hey. stations, and I find a station where they're playing "Sweet Child of Mine." Right. I'm like, okay, hey, good rock and roll. So it's ending. The song is ending. Um, and you do a good uh, Axl Rose, Joe. How does Sweet Child of Mine end with the Where Do We Go? Aye, aye. Can you do that for us? Where do we go now? Aye, aye, aye. I don't know. Yeah. Aye, aye. Yeah, exactly. So it ends Ooh. there. That's all, that's all I know. There you go. You, you nailed it. So it ends there. And then um, <laughs> the next song that comes up is Imagine by John Lennon. And I'm like, what the fuck? I want to rock out. I don't want to like imagine shit, and, and and it cracked me up. And so I say to my son, who's in the back seat, I go, I go, what kind of goddamn radio station? Who plays Guns and Roses followed by John Lennon? And my kid goes, my and my kid who's four, right? He goes, not me, Dad. <laughs> I just, <laughs> what a good boy. He's just a good boy. So yeah. there's this thing that he likes to watch on YouTube. I'm trying to find now so I can play a clip. It's it's irritating, but it's cute. Oh, God, how do I look for it? Um, the thing is, is that it's a family that makes little videos, and it's like a little girl's like, I want to buy some ice cream. And she goes to her uncle, and his uncle's like, uh, ice cream's $4, and I don't have $4. And she goes to her mom, can I borrow $4? Here's $4. She goes back to her uncle, he gives her the ice cream in the end, right? And it's these cute don't little... They do, don't they do songs and stuff, too? Isn't it like the Amazing Huxables or something? No, no, no. This is straight, pure amateur, no nothing. I need to... Okay. I don't know if I can find it and talk at the same time. Can you? But here's the thing. The way they yeah. act, you know that what I like to do is I like to take genres and then put them with other genres. And I want to do that with you. But I need to find it so I can play it for you so you can feel it. And I'm on YouTube. Um, you know what I could do? I yeah, can do I this can, and you can try to figure out who is this singing? You figured it out yet? You know what? I, I take it back. We were talking about that you, you were playing this earlier before we started recording, and I was like, "What is this Robert Plant like Led Zeppelin ripoff artist?" Right. And, and then, and then you were like, "No!" And then I kind of I backpedaled. But you know what? You played it again. That's pretty fucking Robert Planty, man. That guy's <laughs> pretty Robert Planty. He's he's he. Uh, I disagree a hundred percent. But you know, mm-hmm. you are a musician, and I'm not, and you rock, and I don't. So. It's not well, Robert Plant, and though. Then I was thinking, for some reason, I kept thinking Gary Newman. Yeah, and, but then, is... 
see the difference between this guy, whoever it is, this '80s rock star. I'm, I think I got the decade right for sure. Mm-hmm. He's an '80s rec- rock star, and so was Gary Newman, kinda. The difference between this guy and Gary Newman is that Gary Newman, I think, just sucks balls. Oof, oof. You, I, I don't. I'm not a fan of his music let myself, me, but he has a lot of respect him. in the world. Yes, he does. I have many friends that would be like, they're not going to listen to this show, thank goodness, but they'd be like, oh, did he just talk shit about Gary Newman? Here, let me – I'm familiar with one of Gary Newman's songs, so I'm not a good judge, except for the fact that the one song I know is a turd. Okay, which is Cars. Yeah. And Cars. Yeah. Wait. It's – I swear to God – you could just pick up a Casio and make up the first stupid words that came off the top of your head and you could you could equal the quality of cars by Gary Newman. Now this other guy might be a Robert Planter ripper offer. He's not. I think he precedes Robert Plant. Do you want to he hear something? Do you want to hear something else by Gary Newman? Is that what you're saying? No, not oh. really. Well this is a song by Gary Newman called M dot E. I turn that up for you? This isn't the music episode, so. Oh, no, this is a great song by David Bowie. It's a fucking <laughs> David Bowie ripper off. Okay, okay. I found the video I was looking for, but do you want me to tell you what the name of this artist is? Or you want to keep trying to yeah, figure it out? Just, no, just tell me. It's Billy Squire. Billy Squire. And you're telling me that he precedes, he preceded Robert Plant. I don't think, like... Strictly speaking, no. I think that Billy Squire... I think Robert Plant's been around since, like, the 40s or something. The dude's 100 years old. But I think Billy Squire came into my consciousness a little bit before Robert Plant in terms of the MTV thing. So I could look it up on on Wikipedia, but I'm not going to do that. Because this isn't this isn't a music episode, Joe. This is episode 150. This is about episode 150. And on episode 150, what I want to talk about is what uh, we're going to do right now, which is you and I are going to do a little like uh, role play thing. But we're going to here's here's what I'm getting at. Okay. Okay. Here's a video. My my son watches this. This family makes these videos all the time. Listen to the way they talk on this video. Just listen. So I think, oh my God. I know, I think this family is Filipino. I think that's their ethnicity. I mean, they're obviously American, but I think their ethnicity is Filipino. Judging on the accents and the way they look in the video, they're obviously fucking loaded. I mean, they're rich. This little girl has got just, the house is enormous and the toys are everywhere and they do these videos. And when you, when that's how you act, right? And their hands are waving side to side as they speak, right? The whole time. When that's how you perform, that's terrible until you do your hundredth video that's just like that. Then it's consistent and it's, it's its own genre now. That's my opinion. This is its own genre. So what I want you and I to do is to, to talk like that, but I want us to do a scene from a mob movie. Okay. You see what I'm getting at? This is Whoa. what I want you and I to do. Okay. Okay. So, um, okay. So first we'll try it not and we'll just practice, right? So like I was like, it's just saying, hey, Joe, um, how was work today? Say, hey, Joe, how was work today? Did you drive in your car or did you take the bus? See, that's how they talk, right? Do you want to hear some more so you can practice it too? Okay. I think I've got the cadence down. I'm, I'm a little scared though. I don't know. Let me remember. Hmm. Oh no, my dress is broken. 
she said my dress is broken. <laughs> okay. Did you hear that? Okay. Look, I, we, we, if we're going to try this, I just need to. I just need to go. Yeah, but, but what what do I do? Okay, so I'm going to do this. I'm going to I'm going to be I'm going to I'm going to be like I'll be I'll be Big Leo, and you be Tony Second Dolphins, and I'll be like, Hey, Tony Second Dolphins, I told you if you didn't give me my money, I was going to shoot you in your fucking face. Hey, uh, I I got your money. Uh, don't fucking kill me. I I got kids. This is terrible. <laughs> I am your godfather, <laughs> and that's why I gotta show respect to the family. Because if you welch on what you owe me, then I look like a pussy. So give me my fucking money before I shoot you in the face. I need one more week to get your fucking money. Don't fucking pull my toenails out. Okay, I won't pull out your toenails, but if you don't give me my money, I'm gonna send over Tony Elbows. He's gonna put his hand down your throat. He's gonna pull your dick out through your nose. He's gonna show it to you, and then you're gonna die. Anyway, this no, is stupid. Don't pull my dick out through my nose. <laughs> I really. I really put you on the spot here. I'm sorry. I've been thinking about this all day, just laughing my tits off. I, I'm sorry. I was driving down the road. My son's in the back. We're listening to Guns and Roses, and I'm the whole time I'm saying to him, <laughs> I'm saying to him, "Hey, kid, what do you think? Should I go home and fuck your mother? Would that be great?" You know, I was just. <laughs> I'm sorry, Joe. <laughs> Okay. I, I I feel like we've reached a new low. We have. We, yeah. you know. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> God damn, dude! I'm cracking myself uh, up. I had I had high hopes. I know. I know. Episode. This this episode just should, should just like last one. Okay, I'm calming down. I'm calming down. Okay. Uh, how about I do this? Just a little palate cleanser. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do a thespian version of an nwa song fuck the police coming straight from the underground so let's just mix it all up can you get in get in get in real close and do it that way joe say can you get in close and beat the police out of shape no do it with the finished bring the yellow tape no don't do liam neeson do the old voice thing you know to tape the scene no, but of do it. the slaughter. No, but I'm and, sorry. And it's hard out here for a pimp. Let's just let's just switch this up. Okay. I've got some I got some news. I told you uh yeah, Laura, you, and I called you and, and gave you some news and and I I actually I mentioned that also. I you mentioned did. my news uh, in a roundabout way during the intro. Yeah, and it was and awesome. It was really yeah. good. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's just talk about that. Okay. Might as well. I mean, that's what's on my mind. It could okay. be that <clears throat> it's very difficult to podcast because I'm I'm very distracted by thoughts. Now, of do you? My- <clears throat> so, what's your news? Tell me your news. I haven't heard this news. I have, but I'm pretending I haven't. What's the news? Well, this is for our listener, whoever it is. It turns out that I'm going to be a dad. And I just can't stop thinking about it. You sent me a a photograph of yourself just now to show me that you are ready. And I don't know if you're using some sort of fucking photographic trickery or whatever, but you look so thin and healthy and shit. It just, it fucking pissed me off, really. It's just, you look so good, and you really got your shit together, you know, the Taco Bell thing's really working out. You're, you, you got a, you got a smoking hot wife. I love your house. Your dog's cool. Your backyard. There's a praying mantis your wife 
like hangs out with like everything for you is super duper tight and i feel like you're not failing anymore like when we started this podcast we were a couple of fucked up <laughs> dudes right what's going through your mind right now you're going to be a dad first of all this is this is pleasing to me because all right i'm going to be honest with you i wasn't really sure if you um i mean you're you know you're you're older than your wife and you're old and remember that time we were playing basketball and our zippers were unzipped and it just flopped out yeah and and we had a falling out we had a falling well, out I wasn't really sure. I was like, I was like, oh, geez, maybe she will become a nun. That's, that's too bad. But apparently it works. So what yeah, are you you're wondering, right yeah. that, does that junk that's flopping around on the basketball court right now, does that work? Does it, does it do other things right. other than flop around in the daylight while right. I'm and, playing basketball? Well, apparently it does work. Apparently. I was thinking about how I yeah. am a little bit older than maybe your your average dad, but but you you had a child a little bit later. We're middle-aged dudes, yeah. right? Yeah, you will be only a tiny bit younger than I was when I had mine. So, but I had help. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, my wife is younger than me and that there's, you know, she's in <laughs> she she's in her prime when it comes to you know, bearing yeah. children, but, you but there it is. We're going to have a kid. Yeah. And, uh, I, I, I do feel like maybe I'm a little bit older, but, but I think that's a good thing to wait. Well, in some I, respects, I think that can be a very good thing. Absolutely. You are well-established in your career at Taco Bell. You made, um, regional manager, which is not insignificant. Your, uh, wife as well. You're definitely, I'm, I think the only thing that like the, the 18, 19, 20 year olds have for them going, going for them when they have a kid that young is that their parents are still young enough to help with a lot of energy because your parents will definitely help. And so are hers. I mean, that's not, that's definitely going to happen. But when you're 20 and your parents are in their forties, then you have a kid, everybody's got way more energy. And then also this is a great thing about having a kid when you're in your twenties is that the kid is out of the house by the time you're old enough to go out and have fun. Whereas you and I, when you're, our kids are old enough to get out of the house, we'll be dead. So, <laughs> well, I remember my dad saying once he's like, well, you know, I'd like to be a grandfather and, you know, he's like, but I hope what I'm hoping is, is that I can see my grandchild's graduation from high school and yeah, then that's I can finally not... just let go and die. Well, with modern <laughs> medicine, that might happen. I mean, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But maybe I think, I, I, think yeah. I came in just under the wire for him where yeah. he, he can, he can make it, he can make it to the graduation. Absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, so it's, so that this is for you, pops. I think he can, and I think he will. I mean, if you know, if he survives the smoking and his propensity for electrocuting himself, and then also how he likes to—he doesn't like to—but he have a, he he sometimes will sit on a shit sickle. Those things aside, he probably That's has a bad lot for your health. Too. It's very bad right. for your health to sit really on a shit sickle. Yeah, and I guess yeah. I don't know. Do you tell me if you sit on a shit sickle? accidentally is that worse for your health than if you do it on purpose because i'm thinking like if you do it on purpose it's probably more often but then again you're probably taking precautions whereas the accidental one is more rare but you don't see it coming. accidental is definitely more dangerous yeah okay just because okay. if you're doing it on purpose you get to you could even choose the person whose turd you're gonna sit on and yeah. you could uh you could insert what is it called an inside out butt condom or whatever they're called yeah yeah that's what they're called an inside out butt condom i don't know but on the other hand if you have a propensity for sitting on shit sickles that's your thing i'm 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 inclined to believe that perhaps your inclination towards safety is not as robust as it might be for other people you know 
Like I don't I don't see a guy waking up in the morning going, Today I think I'd like to sit on a shit sickle. Hmm. I'm gonna need an inside out butt condom. I'm gonna need a friend who is free of disease. I'm gonna need cold temperature. No, he doesn't really think his way through it, right? He's probably going straight Dexter into this shit, like like I'm just gonna go do it and see what happens. You know what I mean? And again, yeah. I don't know if I ever I don't know if Dexter ever sat on a shit sickle. I saw one episode, I thought it was much crap, and I read the book, it was just terrible. So I don't know if the Dexter shit sickle analogy is working or not, but I just wanna say that I, I think the frozen shit sickle up my father's ass is is not really a health concern because it's a frozen shit sickle. Well, there is that, and 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 fair play to him, it happened. He's not dead. Perhaps he has the 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 genetic predisposition to live predisposition to living a long time. Right? I mean, it's not everybody who can sit on a frozen shit sickle and then walk away. Right. Well, I don't want to jinx my dad, but probably yeah. a, a larger risk to his health would be the smoking and right. the shocking himself, having electricity be, pass right, through right. his body, which uh, has happened a few times. Hopefully, it won't right. happen ag- again because that's really bad for your health. It so is bad for your health. I, again, my, I don't want to. I don't want to jinx. No, me. no, no. My dad told me that your dad called him and said I ran uh, a, a long cable from my house to my sauna. And it stopped. Mm-hmm. It broke my router. Why? And my dad told your dad that if your cable was unshielded, that it might have acted like a gigantic antenna. And then your dad said, "Okay, I'll bury it." And he buried it, and then everything worked fine. Which made me think that your dad has the electrical capability to ju- to create gigantic antennas. So, if your dad does make it to your son or daughter or both graduation, it may be the case that he makes it because the aliens he attracted with the gigantic antenna gave him the secret to long life, and that's a beautiful thing. So, my suggestion to you, Joe, is that which does not kill him will only make him stronger. Mazel tov. Happy graduation. Well, and maybe maybe he'll live long enough to attend my funeral and kick Rod Stewart out of it. <laughs> yes. Yes. See, this is good, JBC. When we refer to Rod Stewart and Liam Neeson and 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 Gary Newman. Gary Newman. Right. Talking about cars on a Cassie. Cars. Here in my car. I can do what I want. I can listen to songs. I can drive into the ocean in cars. I don't know how the words go. Boom. Your version is better than his. So I was talking to my barber. This is about me being a dad and really just parenthood in general. You told your barber that you're going to be a dad. No, no, not yet. Actually, I I got my head shaved. The day before, or maybe the same day. So we, I haven't been able to talk about my own future fatherhood with my barber, and I can't wait to do that because she's awesome, and she has grown children, and uh, and and so I was like, I was sitting there, she's shaving my head, and and she was like, yeah, I was listening. Actually, I kind of stopped listening to you guys' show for a while because yeah, um, it sucked. <laughs> well, she was like. Well, I go in and out of different podcasts. She's like, okay, actually, you guys have a podcast that I listen to regularly, but I switch depending on my mood. I go through phases, and she's like, and, and she's like, oh, and by the way, when your cousin talks about uh, his child rearing and like his kid and his being a dad, she's like, sometimes I get frustrated, and I'm like, what? Why is that? And uh, and she goes, because he's like little league, and I'm like the fucking Yankees. Oh snap! What? Yeah, 
She said that out loud. Oh, like what? Okay, I haven't, I haven't met your barber. I was supposed to meet her last time I visited you. I want to meet her because I think she's good people. But mm-hmm. am I gonna have to? Yeah, that's... Am I gonna have to put gel in my hair and go get a haircut? <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Am I gonna have to put gel she, in my hair? She qualified it though. She's like, no. I mean, he seems like a good dad. He's funny. His his stories are cool when he talks about his kid. But she's like, well, but I have I have grown kids that have been through like serious shit. Okay, fair she, enough. She's right. she's like, you know what? Um, I want to hear the story of when he walks in on his kid when he's jacking off like red faced and he has to deal with that. She's like, now that's a fucking now that's a parenthood moment. Like that's a mild milestone. I'm like, I oh, I have every hope that our podcast is still going when that happens because you're goddamn right. I'm telling that story. I am looking forward to that day. I don't know if I fear the podcast is starting to wane. I will give the boy. Um, I will give the boy, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, hormone injection so he matures too fast, and then I'll throw porn at him so that I can do that. Look for it on next week's episode, you barber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think her whole thing is she just, she's been through so much as oh, a parent yeah, yeah. that when, when she hears people dealing with young children and like having these kind of run-of-the-mill issues she's yeah, like yeah. oh that's fucking small potatoes man no no jason, no. jason ain't seen nothing yet i totally and now, and yeah at that no, moment yeah. when i'm getting my head shaved wait a minute like, say that again say it again you got your what now when i was getting my head shaved Okay, I just really wanted to do that all right go ahead you yeah got your head so anyway shaved. i was sitting there <laughs> getting my head shaved and uh <laughs> woohoo and I wasn't even thinking about the possibility of me being a father. I was just thinking about it. It kind of hit me. I was like, oh, well, I never thought of I, I just think Jason's a good dad and he tells funny uh-huh. stories about his kid. But then you've got this barber who has grown children and she's like, ah, this guy's a fucking rookie still. Like, yeah, he ain't seen yeah. nothing. I was thinking about that. And I think that same day I learned that I was going to be a dad. Uh, okay. And now I'm thinking about it. And look, you're the Yankees. And I am fucking little league. I'm okay. not even little league. I'm Let's, like, I'm okay. Fair enough. She, if, if your barber is the is is the, can we not do Yankees though? Can we do a team that doesn't? I buy? think she said the Padres. But okay, fair I enough. Felt All like right. for the pod, the podcast, the, uh, okay. the Padres would yeah. would not be a. I changed it to Yankees because okay. I thought the Yankees were a big deal. Well, um, they are. I mean, they're universally known as a team that's you know usually good, but they buy their way. To the championship, which is, I know, uh, every team does, but can we pick a team like, I don't know, the Phillies or... <laughs> like, a, like a team where you can respect them? I'm about to go off on a tangent, but I won't, about sports and, and shit. I'm just saying that if your barber is the major leagues and you're going to you're going to promote me then I've gone from um like the bush leagues to the minor leagues. So she's major leagues, I'm minor leagues, you're, you're bush leagues. And that's not a... That's not a joke about how you got your head shaved, which means you got a trim, which means you got some trim, which means you knocked your wife up. I'm not saying that. That's not what I'm saying. I mean, I said it. Okay, I said it. Bush leaks. Trim? No? Do I have to hit my own fucking laughter button? Fine. (laughs) Listen. I know nothing except that I have a kid, and he's... He is him, and I know that your kid is going to be 100% different, so any advice that you would think that I could give you is going to be wrong, because your kid's going to be a completely different work of art. Totally. So anyway, yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. Well, I I don't know. I hope I hope I'm gonna be a good dad, and 
I wonder if it's going to be a boy or a girl. Like all the stuff going through my head. Yeah. It's, uh, I already have these, I have different just feelings overall. I've never, when I learned I was going to be a dad, uh, something shifted internally on my perspective shifted automatically i'm sure that's gonna that's gonna be nothing that's gonna be bush league compared to what how it feels when i'm holding the baby in my arms well yeah it's i feel it's and then, like you know once i walk in on on my son jerking off then right. that's gonna be a completely different shift right a level of awkwardness that might be you know soul destroying right or it, i don't know but, i think uh, well, right so now i do feel different to be a complete like like the prospect, I have a son, so that's established, right? He is he's a male person, and you know I understand with identity and everything. He may decide that he's uh, something else. That's fine. I'm not. I'm a problem with that at all. I don't worry about it. I, I don't worry about it in terms of like he will be whoever he wants to be. It's fine. whatever. Okay, he can be a doctor, he can be a lawyer, he can be a woman. It's anyway. Mm-hmm. Until he gets his penis removed if that's the road he decides to go down though he will jerk off whether he thinks he's a woman or not he'll jerk it the idea of walking in on him and jerking it is like to me kind of funny at this stage very just silly i'm sure it'll embarrass me later when he's older but that's fine i gotta be honest though if i had a girl and i and i it occurred to me oh i might walk in on her doing you know doing some jilling action that would mortify to me not because she shouldn't do that she should but just because I wouldn't want her to have any kind of like traumatic association with it. Walking in on your son, jerking it, should happen. It should happen to him. He should learn. Jerk in secret, you know. Do do what you need to do. I mean, you should do it. You should jerk off and, and all the time. It's good for you. But you should also be aware of that other people in the house. And you got to, you know, you got to keep that to yourself. You made me reconsider, though. I think uh, walking in, if I have a son and I walk in on him, um, I, maybe I, that will just be funny to me. It'll be I, hilarious. I, I, kind yeah. of, I, I kind of assumed. I, ju- I just went to. Yeah, I assumed that it would just be a horrifying thing. But but why? Why does it have to be? Why I could just I could laugh that one off. For him, it might be terrifying. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. You it know ha- what? I've, it's happened to so many people. Yes. In I fact, just resolved maybe, it in my head. Has, though. has that ever happened to you? Yeah. Have you ever been walked in on? Yeah. Think, yeah. Yeah. I think we've we've asked that question on the podcast. Yeah, it's happened. Before. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I just realized, though, why I don't have to worry about ever walking on my daughter is because if I had a daughter, there's no way I would just walk in. I don't care how old she is. I'm always going to be like, you deserve to always feel safe. You will always hear a knock on the door. If at any point in your life someone starts to open a door and they haven't knocked, um, knife them. And I don't want to be well, knifed. Th- so, this is yeah. the thing. But the how boy, many, though. How many generations does it take for parents to learn to just fucking knock? None. Like. Don't, okay, it's the this is the rules. Walk in on your son because if you catch him on YouTube, you'll you'll go viral and make money. Don't walk on your daughter. Always knock. That's the rule, and okay. that's that's the dividing line. Look, I'm not a sexist person. I think all people should be all equal at all times. But if there's one thing I'm going to insist on, we always do. It's always, always, always walking on our sons when they're jerking it. Never walking on our daughters, no matter what they're doing. That's the dividing line. That's where I put. It. That's the gender. See, gap. I'm already getting just good advice. Yeah, good parenting advice. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna remember that. You should remember that. I hope that you have twins, one of each, so that you can forget which ones in which room, so that you can go through the existential angst stuff. Do I walk in? I hear noises. I don't know. I need to borrow his calculator because it's the year 2027, 20, and the calculator's 
are they can start cars now and I don't have my keys. But which one do I do? That's one thing that's yeah. one thing that I'm worried about is technology and yeah. my child growing up as this technology perhaps like spins out of control. I'm hoping that things kind of adjust and, and like fall closer into balance when it comes to technology and social media and because I, I know a lot of young people that uh, that are really struggling. There's some difficulties there. Well, um, what do you mean struggling for Sorry. young people? Well, what I mean is, you know, when we were 13, 14, there wasn't even the internet. No, th- there- there's plenty of complexities and difficulties socially. Yeah, when we were kids. But if you throw in, you know being connected to social media on yeah. a computer that is in your pocket and and the way that these kids kind of you know they present themselves almost as ads and and yeah. everyone is got this it. strange narcissistic um presentation yeah all the time i feel like that that's so complicated and de- destructive yeah in some ways that it just makes me worry like okay what when my kid's a teenager, what are things going to be like? It's probably going to be something – a situation that I can't even imagine. Right. That, that's, so that's what that's what kind of scares me about being a parent is that I, I don't know – there's no way you can tell what – there's unforeseen difficulties for sure, sure. that are going to arise just yeah. in society with technology, with – how the how cultures progress and how people communicate and i'm afraid that in fact it seems to change kind of exponentially and yeah. so will i will i even be able to understand or keep up or help my child when they run into some brand new yeah frightening overly complex for me right. scenario i think That's that a, yeah. i think that um so one, I think that if your barber was listening to this, she would just shake her head like, you think that's going to be scary? Um, and then me as a dad, I'm thinking like, I'm remembering the time, like seriously, like two weeks ago when my son said, hey, dad, look, and I turned around, he's got his pants around his ankles and he's waggling his penis in the face of one of his polar bear dolls. And to him, it was not sexual in the least. But to me, I'm like, how do I fucking tell him to stop it without it becoming a thing, Right. I'm not even thinking about cell phones and selfies and 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 uh, influencers and I'm just like just teaching a four year old don't drop your drawers in public. That's an issue. But I got to say this on the subject of what you're talking about. I do think that uh, you know, 50 years ago, technology was moving more slowly, and so it would have been easier for a parent to help a child navigate. The new technology, in as much as the child could help the parents understand it as well, because they have a better grasp on it. But whereas things are going much more quickly now, um, which you know goes along with your your fear. Um, oh shit! Let me turn this down. Um, at the same time, I do think that parenting, ah, from my perspective anyway, you're going to be closer to your kid than uh, parents were to their kids 50 years ago. You're going to be more lockstep with them. You're, if you raise your kid in a way that they're comfortable talking to you, if you walk in on your kid jerking it and you and you laugh, but your kid does too, it's like, okay, dad, you got me with my knob in my hand, okay. Then you know you're in a, 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 in a good place such that later when your, your kid is like, dad, I got on I got on, on Tumblegram and, and this girl said that my asshole looked like my pinky. And I know that means and you're like, wait, wait, what the fuck? Pinky, asshole, Tumblegram. But you'll be able to communicate with each other. And that's a beautiful thing. By the way, I'm playing the outro because we're at an hour. I know we're going to go long, but that's just a signal for you. 
Joe. Mm-hmm. We're going to keep going, right? Just so you know. Anyway. Okay. So, okay, so I, I, I appreciate I appreciate your fear. I, I do. But I, I'd like to reassure you. I think you're going to be closer to your son as a as a human being and trusting one another than previous generations were. So it's appropriate yeah, for you to be scared. Cons. Yeah, as, exactly. As yeah. things evolve... There, there's yeah, there's advantages and disadvantages yeah. to, to the direction that things yeah. are moving. And again, yeah. I can't even really predict the direction no, you that can't. things uh-huh. will move. Uh-huh. But I do feel that there, there's probably culturally there's a there's less stigma, it's more encouragement toward like emotional connection and communication yes, exactly. between parents and children, yeah. which is good. And in some ways, things are just new versions of old things. Like uh, That's true. I'm sure that, like, like my dad and your dad, maybe their dad, our granddad, would say, like, uh, the, you kids, I never had TV when I was a kid. You guys watch TV too much, and it's going to rot your fucking eyeballs out, right. and, and it's, and it's going to ruin you. It's going to ruin your soul. Yeah. And then when I was a kid, uh, it wasn't so much TV as it was, you're playing Nintendo too much. You're bleeps yeah. and bloops and you fucking goddamn kids is going to rot your brain out. Right. And now I'm looking at kids and I'm like, oh, man, you're constantly staring at your fucking phone. It's going right. to destroy your soul and you're on social media and it's all fucking, it's all fake and it's all narcissism. This yeah. is going to ruin you. So it's like the, it's just new versions of the same yeah. old shit where right. old people don't understand what young people are doing. Right. No, I hear you. That, that totally... I get, I get what you're saying. Although, on a personal note, um, I do believe that what our actual grandfather uh, would have said to his kids would have been, you kids, you're not getting enough nookie. When I was your age, I was getting nookie left, right, forward, and center. Because from what I've heard, Joe, from my dad, I don't know if your dad told you stories, that our grandfather was a bit of a... He, he, he was a fun-time Charlie, I think was the phrase they used to describe him. So, that analogy is... Not quite as, you know. Well, his last name was Anderer, and his first name was Phil. Yeah, exactly. So there you go. And don't you find it curious that all of the pe- males in our uh, family have le- different last names? You and I are cousins from a different mother, but the same grandmother, and yet we have different last names. I wonder. Like our grandfather's name is Anderer, and uh, well, he, he everybody uses, a- uses these different last names because the name Christ is a little bit. Oh, I, that's right. I forgot about that. You're right. Phil Andrew Christ. <laughs> that doesn't roll off the tongue. It's- I just don't like to introduce myself as Joe Neal Christ all the time. Yeah. It just seems a bit much. It is. It's it's a bit much. It is. Yeah. Although And that's why it's it's dang you know, Danger Lee Daniels. Yeah. Okay. You know, Dougie yeah. Fresh, Leon, the steamroller, Doorway to Hell Deadwards, right. Johnson, uh Richard. Double barrel. Fourth. Are you going to um when you name your kid, are you gonna give him the Christ name or are you gonna like start a precedent and be like, Nope, no Christ for you, kid? Or do you have a name? I mean, I don't know it's early going, but have you and JP talked about um, that? Because that's the fun part, right? Of having a, a kid on the way, right? Instead, it's like, hey. Yeah, she started throwing around names. Okay. And I, I don't want to hear them. I, I mean, I'm, I'm serious okay. here. I, I mean, I do, obviously, but that's between you and her, and you guys should have as much fun as you want. And then when you're ready to bring it to public, Joe, don't let anybody pressure you on that point. I'm like, what are you thinking of calling it? Are you called it? Florence or maybe Alphonse or whatever. You're like, fuck you, shut up, leave me alone. You're, and and that's another thing. I don't like it when people ask questions that are, are are along the same intimacy levels as, hey, tell us about how fucking goes because it's like none of your goddamn business. I don't, you don't owe anybody. Don't let them tell you to tell you the name or the gender or like you know what college well, you wanted to go to. None of that stuff. It's all you own everything. 
Fuck anybody has a problem. You know what I like about your advice? Because we told you, hey, we're going to have a kid. And you're like, oh, that's great. And you automatically jumped into like, everybody's going to fucking give you advice, man. Just don't fucking take it. And like, and the funny thing is you jumped because that was a piece of advice. It was. Yeah. Oh, I know. (laughs) It was. You started. In fact, I think you were the first person to give us advice. Meanwhile, in the next episode, while Joe is taking a shit. Joe, are you there? See, if I send this to him, folks, so what I'll do is, you know what I'm going to do? I'm, while he's gone and, and, and stuff, I'm going to tell you, and then he'll listen to this later. It'll be his, it'll be for his ears as well. My theory on why the show, why we're doing so poorly, and then why we're, I don't know. See, I, I, I know several of the last several episodes, several of the last several, several of the last several does that make sense? Anyway, have not been up to what I want to say has been up to snuff because of they've been poor. Um, what was I talking about? I was talking about how the show isn't very good because I'm getting too much in our head. And then when we're not doing the show, I keep thinking to myself, well, what is it that we're good at and why are we not doing that? And I keep thinking it's because when we do this and then I get on the show and I say, okay, I'm going to do that thing that I thought made us good. And then I do it and I realize that's not it. So now I'm starting to think that really we need to get back to not thinking ahead of time in any capacity about what we're going to do impromptu. It's okay to think ahead of time of what we're going to do if it's a planned thing. Like we can write down ads, we can write down little conversation bits, you know, Otis Lombardo, that's fine. We can do those in advance. But if I have an idea, I'm going to say, okay, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to bring up to Joe this subject. I'm going to make him do this. Like I tried to do with the, with the mob thing. That's where stuff fails. So what I need to do is I need to keep everything pure. If it's prepared, prepare the shit out of it so it's prepared to be prepared. And then if I'm going to be impromptu, don't think about it. Just let it roll. I think that's where we need to go. Maybe not. I could be wrong. It's like, you know, I I compared the shows being not so good lately to... Uh, 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 season five of your of a of a TV show, and I think that's the kind of the, the thing you're going through because like a season one, they don't know what they're doing. They're just sort of slapping shit together, and it happens to hit or it doesn't. If it doesn't, there is no season two. If it does, they go into season two, and then they're in that sophomore phase where like, okay, let's just do what we did, right? And again, that can work or it can't. But if it does, they keep going. If they don't, they don't. But if it does, now they're season three, and they're like, well, we can't keep doing what we were doing, so we're gonna have to try something new. And then they try that. And then in season four, now they have to choose, okay, are we going to do what we were doing in season three because that worked? Or are we going to go back to season one? And then they make that decision. But I think if they're scared enough in season four, then it ends up being like season one. Not that they're doing what they did in season one the same way they did in season two, what they did in season one. But in season four, they're scared again. But by the time they hit season five, now they're like, you know what? Look, we got this. We nailed it. It doesn't matter what we do. It's all gold. And that was our problem. Joe, if you're listening to this later, that was our problem or is our problem is that I think we've gotten to the point where we're feeling so good about ourselves. We feel like we could do whatever we want and it has to be, it has to be good enough, but that's not the case. We need to go back to our roots and our roots were not knowing what they're food, not food, food fighters, what we were food, not knowing what the fuck we were doing and doing it anyway. Uh, we need to go back to doing that. None of this, like, thinking we're good at what we're doing. We need to be nervous and scared. We need to get off the medications. We need to stop taking our anxiety pills to get back to our anxiety. We need to get back to worrying all the time about not what we're going to do, but about what we did. See, that's the key. There we go. We need to be, we need to be, um, 
less forward-looking and more backward-looking, I guess, to return to the roots of the fear that stymied us from trying to be better than we are. That didn't make sense to me either. Joe, are you back? I couldn't poop fast enough. (laughs) 